Roe v. Wade is not a law, but very smart people with fancy schmancy degrees will tell you it's case law. If you can identify case law in the Constitution, I'd love to see it. Andrew, you didn't go to Harvard Law School. So what? Your academic pedigree does not weigh the strength of my argument. I want you to show me case law in the Constitution. Because the last time I checked in Article 1, it says all legislative authority will be vested in a Congress of the United States. Not shared with the president or the executive branch. Not shared with the judicial branch. All legislative authority. That kind of tells you that the courts don't have the power to make law, but they have been doing so. And radically, I might add, for well over 100 years. And in some cases, to disastrous effects in Korematsu. So we'll get into that, but I'm going to start here. And I don't think this is going to get a lot of attention, but I have spent a lot of time on it, both on radio and on television. Do you remember when I told you that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were plucking one executive after another from BlackRock to be economic advisors and policymakers, in some cases having very high position at the Treasury Department. And ankle biters, well, why do you care? You guys love Wall Street. No, I love, I love capitalism. I don't like crony capitalism. I don't like state-run capitalism. There's a huge difference between free market capitalism and state-run capitalism or crony capitalism. Huge difference. Like there's a difference between free trade with an individual nation and then free trade where you go, well, we're just going to tariff that product. Well, that's not free trade anymore. That's not free trade. If government is subsidizing industry to pick winners and losers in the game of free trade, then it's not really free trade. Stop me if you have a correction. But I want to go back. New York Post piece, January 8th, 2021. Kamala Harris's top economic advisor is another BlackRock executive. BlackRock is cementing its position as the Biden administration's go-to Wall Street firm. Vice President-elect Harris on Friday said she selected BlackRock Global Chief Investment Strategist Mike Pyle as her chief economic advisor, making him the third high-profile member of Larry Fink's $7.8 trillion financial empire to take a top job with the Biden White House. In November, President-elect Joe Biden tapped BlackRock alums Brian Deese and Ottawa Wally Adeyamo as head of the National Economic Council and Deputy Treasury Secretary, respectively. Deason Pyle, who will not require Senate confirmation, will be the first duo of the modern era to go from the same Wall Street firm to jobs as top economic advisors to the president and vice president of the United States. Now, why is that important? Well, I'm going to tell you some more. Do you remember us warning you that BlackRock was buying up residential properties left and right? That they were gobbling up? They were gobbling up individual homes. Something that institutional investors tend not to do. They were gobbling up homes in and around Houston. They were gobbling up whole new developments in suburban areas. Why is that important? Well, that would give them the effect, the ability to affect the price of housing. 
if institutional investors now look you could say but andrew that's that's how the free market works if these companies if these hedge funds want to go out there and buy they want to go out there and buy residential properties they can yes of course they can but the wall even the washington post even the washington post had a worry piece what effect on home prices what effect on home prices are BlackRock going to have? Is BlackRock going to have? Well, I believe the latest statistic is that institutional investors led by BlackRock gobbled up 15% of available housing inventory in the past year. Now, why is that important? Because I told you what they were doing was getting in on the ground level of an uptick in enforcement of affirmatively furthering fair housing. And that it was noted that BlackRock was buying many of these homes at a loss. Why would they do that? That makes no sense. People were calling this program saying, Andrew, why, why would BlackRock, these, this is the like biggest, this is the biggest, if there was a bowl of French fries on Wall Street, BlackRock would be the biggest fry. Right, If they were a, a pride of lions, BlackRock would be the Lion King. Why would they buy these houses as a loss? And I said it's pretty basic. There's something on the other end. As they make housing inventory unaffordable or it rise, that triggers government programs to make homes more affordable. Right, We warned you about things like net worth taxes, which are being proposed by Democrats right now as we speak. So if BlackRock is out there buying up inventory, taking it off the market, the price of existing homes is going to rise. If the government was looking for an excuse or a way to tax you on the net worth side by making your home artificially more valuable, even though it's not actually... And we've gone over this, McComber v. Eisner, that the federal government is technically forbidden from having a tax based on things that are not directly transferable. This was 1920. The Supreme Court ruled that Myrtle H. McComber could not be taxed by the federal government for taking shares instead of dividends of Standard Oil. She could only be taxed when she sold the shares of Standard Oil and then gauged profit and loss. So if your house now is artificially worth twenty or thirty or forty thousand dollars more than maybe in an average market, until you sell it, you don't actually see that's unrealized gains. The Democrats are trying to get into the game of taxing unrealized gains. We've been talking about this for months. I did an entire episode on Blaze TV about it. That can mean anything of value. But if you really want to sap the taxpayer, you've got to make their assets artificially more valuable. So BlackRock has been doing this for months. Listen to what I'm about to read to you from The Hill. Not The Blaze, not Fox News, not National Review. White House announces steps to boost affordable housing supply. I told you what was going to happen here. Was they were going to 
they were going to put out carrot money to local jurisdictions to eliminate the construction of single-family standalone homes that would make existing homes more valuable. Thus, they could tax the net worth and unrealized gain. It would also allow the government to have a racially coded home loan program or home access program where the government would assist in buying the existing homes from whoever, I guess, held them, like institutional investors. The Biden administration on Wednesday announced a slew of policy maneuvers meant to expand the supply of affordable homes amid a record-breaking rally in housing prices, right? Affected by BlackRock. The White House said Wednesday that the Department of Housing and Urban Development, which shouldn't exist in the Constitution, the Treasury Department, and the Federal Housing Finance Authority, which also shouldn't ex exist in the Constitution, would expand and reimpose several incentives and grants for the construction of roughly 100,000 additional homes over the next three years. The administration is also seeking to limit the amount of new homes, get this, bought by investors and asset managers by expanding exclusive purchasing windows for individuals, families, and nonprofits. Quote, while Congress works towards passing the Build Back Better agenda, which includes a historic investment in building new homes and making existing homes safer, healthier, and more energy efficient, the president knows we can't wait to take action, the White House said in a statement Wednesday. The large and long-standing gap between the supply and demand of affordable homes for both renters and homeowners makes it harder for families to buy their first home and drives up the cost of rent. So BlackRock was given about six months, seven months, to pad its portfolio with many new constructions and existing homes before they threw the hammer down. Now remember, all these officials that went from BlackRock into the administration were right there advising Biden and Harris on this. So they're gonna, they are going to make out like bandits in the game of crony capitalism. Now they're slamming the door shut after BlackRock got all it wanted. They're slamming the door shut on institutional investment in housing. If you think the housing bubble of 2008, which was orchestrated by Benito Nipplering, when he was the HUD director, this is going to be, it's not going to be a disaster now, not right away, but the federal government cannot meddle in the housing market nationally without terrible consequences on the horizon. Wintick, 695, Patriot, 9572874. See, we call this perfectly executed political analysis on this program. Perfectly executed political analysis. Because we're right and they're wrong. And that's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot.